want to turn in your Bibles, we are going to go to um, we're going to go to First uh, Timothy today. Um, yes, how many are excited about First Timothy? And First uh, Timothy chapter one. I love Timothy. I love the books First uh, and Second Timothy. Um, do you know? Uh, a lot of uh, scholars and and different um, you know preachers and such we often refer traditionally in modern times really though to these books of the Bible as the pastoral epistles. Um, but I actually think it's an accurate an inaccurate title because they're apostolic epistles. Timothy was not Timothy was actually a young apostle being raised up under Paul. And you, you can see that in the scripture that um, there were pastors and, you know, apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists. And there are today. We know that there are today because 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 the word of God says that we will have those gifts until we are fully manifesting Christ as one body. It's in the scripture. And so you, you just have to look and say, does the church look exactly like Jesus Christ in unity, in power, raising the dead, healing the sick, cleansing the leper, walking in victory in every way without spot or blemish. And if the answer is no, then we still have apostles and prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists. And, um, and so, uh, but, but Timothy um, was a young apostle and, and Paul said that, he, and Paul would send Timothy and, and he says, he's going to remind you of me. Really, you're going to love Timothy because really, you love if if you know me, Timothy's going to remind you of me. And so Timothy was a young apostle. He oversaw the church of Ephesus, which was an incredible charge. It was a just if you knew what was happening in Ephesus in those times. And um, but the church of Ephesus under Timothy's leadership was actually known for the power of God. I mean, the gifts of the Spirit, the power of God, and so. Um, I, I like Timothy because Paul encouraged him to stir up the gifts that were within him. And so how many know it's encouraging when when a, when a, an anointed apostle, young apostle like Timothy, even still had to be encouraged sometimes by his older fatherly apostle to, hey, don't forget what was said about you. Stir up the gifts and walk in them. How many of you ever need to be encouraged? Amen. Yes. Amen. And we all need to be encouraged. And um and so let's read this verse today, First uh, Timothy, uh, chapter one, uh, verse eighteen and twenty. And just to preface today, I um, I had planned to go into a series today about our identity in Christ, um, and but that is coming up, and I'm super excited about it. And um, uh, but uh, I really felt impressed by the Lord. To close up our last series on the word of the Lord, at least for now, I'm sure we're going to talk much more about it in the coming days, months, years. Uh, but um, because uh, God really laid it on my heart to talk a little bit about the practicalities. What does it look like to actually walk out this truth that we live by the word that proceeds from the mouth of God? What's that look like in everyday life? So we're going to go a little bit on that today. Let's read the scripture. This command I entrust to you, this is Paul to Timothy, Timothy, my son, I like this, in accordance with the prophecies, say prophecies, 
Good job. Previously made concerning you, that by them, by what? The prophecies, you would fight the good fight, keeping the faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected and suffered shipwreck in regard to their faith. Okay. I was thinking a little bit about, um, well, just meditating and, and um, with the Lord about this whole thing. So, so, so Paul is instructing Timothy to remember what? The, so you've got to remember in these times, they didn't even have a New Testament to read. Okay? So they had the scripture, right? They had the Old Testament, the law, the prophets, right? And so, and so, and yet, and those were the scriptures. And they, 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 you know, Paul had revelation about those and he was unfolding those constantly. Um, but what we see here is the value in the early church even for the spoken word of God, meaning prophecy. And that, that it was so important and so valid that, that these Prophetic words, when the elders came together, laid hands on Timothy, and Paul was there, that a gift was was given to Timothy through the laying on of hands, and prophecies were released by the elders. And these prophecies were seen as the word of the Lord for Timothy's life. That's what prophecy is, right? I mean, if it's not the word of the Lord, it's not a prophecy. And, um, and, so, and so when it is the word of the Lord, then we treat it as such. Amen? Amen. It says not to despise prophecy. Don't think little of it. That's what, do you know despise? I always thought the word despise is like, you know, like you kind of like scowl at it, you know. But it doesn't, it doesn't mean that. Like prophecy. No, some people do that. But, um, but, but, um, but, uh, but it actually just simply means don't think too lowly of these words. They're the words of God. And, and so, and so Paul was reminding Timothy that things had been spoken over his life. And he, they were so powerful that it is like a sword for Timothy when he is feeling challenged or low, that he would pull out these words that had been spoken over him in the, in, in the midst of the church, in this case the elders, and he would hold these words up like a sword in the face of challenge, hopelessness, obstacles, and he would say, nope, God said this about me and my life. And, and so, how many know that you can't see, you can't see, without the word of the Lord in your life spoken to you, you can't see yourself clearly, you can't see others clearly, and you can't see your, your life situations and your future clearly. Amen? We need to hear the word of the Lord. I'm going to reference today, 2 Corinthians 5, 7, Paul says, We walk by faith, not by sight. The words, the words walk or way in the scripture refer to our lives. And this is important. Like Sometimes we can, get a, we can sort of fall into a mindset that we're sort of in this static place, that we're just sort of like in our life. Amen? But how many know God sees your life as a journey? You know what I love about a journey? You're going somewhere. Where you are today, you won't be tomorrow. You're going somewhere with God. Yeah, it's real. You're going to grow. You're going to go deeper. 
Your love is going to get deeper for God, for people. You're going to see more fruit than you've ever seen before. When you're walking with God, your heart is going to burn. And this is what God has for us. And so, um, you know, it says that we're pilgrims passing through. And in the scripture, the word way, actually, if you just study the word way through the scripture, you'll see it's, it's everywhere. Well, Jesus said he is the way. Which I love when Dave sings that song, by the way. That's just a powerful song, The Way, The Truth. Um, and uh, how many appreciate the anointing on Dave? Huh? Amen. Yeah, and Shanna both. We're so thankful for, for this family. Um, so our walk, though, as we walk with God, is a walk of faith. And, uh, and so we're living... Um, so it's, it's a walk of faith, right? Right. Proverbs 3, 5 says that we trust in the Lord with all of our heart and we don't lean on our understanding, right? It's a great scripture. It's this great Old Testament counterpart to this New Testament truth that we walk by faith, not by sight. What does this mean? It means that, that in other words, not by sight, right? Because faith is spiritual sight. Faith, faith brings substance to the things that we cannot see. Faith brings the reality of heaven into our natural world and releases power. 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 We prayed and the lights came on this morning. Like, you know, I know there were people out there working on it, but we prayed and the lights came on, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, help them, help. I don't how you answer the prayers, none of my business, but we're asking you. You know, power for financial breakthrough, power for salvation of souls, power for healing of bodies, power. And we don't boast in ourselves like it's not up to us, but it's just simply declaring this is who God is. This is the walk of faith. We point to him. He does what he does. In order to walk in the walk of faith, we've got to know what he's saying, because Romans ten seventeen says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you, how many of you lack faith? Do you, how many know you, faith cannot be mustered up? Do you know that you can try as hard as you can? That's not faith. That's works. That's effort. That's human effort. And it produces nothing but more anxiety. <laughs> I mean, I've I've tried it myself. And it, it is true. It produces more anxiety. And, and so, but, but when you rest, you know what? Like when you just take a moment like, and you go, like I've told, I've had this, you know, where something, something kind of sets in on you and you feel the fear or the worry begin to kind of wash over you, right? Like I, how many have experienced this? I mean, you know that hot feeling of fear when it wants to like come over you, you know? And, and, and like... But in that moment, where you just stand there and you go, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. What are you saying, God? And he's like, you know, I did that. And I just had the Lord speak to me and he's like, it will be as it was before. You will go safely on your way. And in that moment, instead of that fear that was washing over me a second ago, the presence and peace and power of God is washing over me. I'm like, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. I'm not going by what I see. I'm going by what you said. And that's the walk of faith. 
me give you a couple of examples. You know, is what you know, seeing yourself clearly according to the word of the Lord, right? It's important to see yourself clearly if you're going to live out all that He's created you for. You know, how many want that? My son and I were driving around. It's a side note. My son and I were driving around Friday night, just hanging out. He's 21, and we're both really busy, so we got to find time to hang out. And we were we were driving around, just drinking a tea together around Reading. We we ended up just talking about all kinds of cool stuff. And but we were talking about how about like what heaven is like and what God's realm is like. And and I said, and we were talking about how. We're all going to stand before the Lord. And it was like a, a good, encouraging conversation, you know. And, um, and um, But it says he's going to wipe away every tear. So totally a side note, but I think it's still powerful. Uh, and, and, um, and, I said to, and I just said to my son, I said, you know, I, wonder, I know that wipe away the tear means the sorrows, the pain, the losses of this world, and, and things like that. But I, I wonder if those tears are actually... That when I stand before God, I'm going to see what could have been possible with my life. And then I have a moment where I just like, oh my gosh, that's what you wanted to do? Like, no matter how awesome your life was, you see the potential was so much greater, you know? And I thought, I wonder if that's going to be the tears. And he goes, it's all right. I worked it out anyway. Come on in. And and so... uh, yeah, I think there's truth to that. Seeing yourself clearly according to the word of the Lord. So, a couple of years ago, a few years ago, three years ago about, I, was, I walked into pre-service prayer for our 6 p.m. service that I was part of the team. And one of my interns at the time, Denise, she was here one night. I don't know how many of you met her, but she's from New Zealand. And uh, she's been a missionary for about 17, 18 years now. And and was one of my students for a while in school and really prophetic, really just just carries a charged environment, you know, with the Lord, her relationship with the Lord. And she's really kind of mystical. Yeah, you know, I love people that are just mystical like that. So I walk in and she's just really like in the presence of God. And I walk up and she goes, I know it's going to sound weird, but yeah, do you know God's language is kind of weird to us sometimes? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, we go, when we share things like that God says today, we go, that's kind of weird and out of the box. I'm like, have you read the Bible? The weirdest stuff. Like, you know, like, anyway. You had a prophet, like, cooking over animal dung, his food. You know, God, I mean, God's just out of the box. And so, so anyway. So I walk into this pre-service prayer meeting, and I walk in, and Denise comes up, and she's like, really in the presence of God and she looks at me and she goes I just see you're like wearing this onesie she's like get to take that off like and I'm like and I'm like I felt God on it I'm like yeah I don't know what that onesie is but I'm taking it off you know I just agree with the word right and I'm thinking about it I know I had clothes under the onesie but um but uh but, um, but, um, but, um, and, uh, and so, uh, just to, you know, I don't know. But, um, and so, yeah, Shekarabasiki. Anyway, 
No, but uh, anyway, so, so I'm, I'm thinking about this word, and I really began to experience the Lord, and I didn't know what that word meant. But I did get the sense that it was like something I was wearing around that I wasn't supposed to be wearing. So we had an amazing night. Skip all that. Service. Awesome. We're all sitting around at the end of the night, like on the, on the platform. And then one of the third-year students was sitting next to me. And she didn't hear any of what Denise said to me. And she goes, she goes, I saw you wearing a chicken suit. <laughs> and like, she thinks it's awesome. And, and she's like, so I just blessed that. Like she was making up some interpretation of it. But you ever have, you know, sometimes God will like, Close off the understanding of a person who gives you a word because it's just a word for you, you know. But she goes, I saw you were in a chicken suit. And I was like, oh, what are you saying to me, God? You know, and she's like, I but she's doing this whole like interpretation, as I mentioned. But I'm thinking that's not that's not what he's saying. And um, and I looked at him and I went. What what are you saying, God? And he goes. You're an eagle. You've been walking around in a chicken suit. And I was like, oh, oh, God, I take. And like out of my mouth, I'm just having this interaction with the Lord. And I go, oh, man, I take off that chicken suit. And I said, I guess I said it out loud enough for the girl. And she kind of like looks at me like, and I was like, yeah, you probably saw into that a little more now that I said it out loud. But the idea was that God had a bigger view of me than I had of myself. And because of that, I wasn't walking in the full authority that God had for me. And I had to be reminded in some ways, just like Timothy, of what God was saying about me so that I could fight the good fight of faith. You know, the good fight of faith doesn't mean you're in a struggle all the time. It means that you're The fight is that you live by faith. You get what I'm saying? It means that you believe God. You don't have to be in a deep hardship to be fighting the fight of faith. It's it's a walk of faith. It's a life of faith. And what I find is that when I have prophetic words, when I have heard what God has been saying to me over time, it's best to hear before you're discouraged, before you're in a bad spot, before you're in a trial. Because... Because then you, you have already been walking according to faith, according to what God has been saying about you. And a lot of those things which you would have like sunk into the tar pit, you know what I mean? If you weren't fit, in other words, with your mindset, you'll just skip right over those things. Sometimes I think we get stuck in a pit that wasn't really meant to be a big thing. Because we're just, we're wearing a chicken suit. But you're an eagle. You know what I'm saying? Like the, the Franciscinis have chickens, you know, and they can't fly very far. But they've got these little pom-pom fluffy ones. They can't fly at all. You know, and um, but but on the way in this morning, we were driving by Whiskey Town Lake. And I look over. I thought I, I thought it was like out of the corner of my eye. That was like a turkey vulture. You know, you see those all the time. And I looked and I was like, oh, you know, don't you love it when a bird's just like flying right by you? I looked and and uh and uh, I think it was a peregrine falcon. And he was big. It was like the biggest one. I, I, I haven't seen very many. But he was bigger than I thought he could be. And, um, 
and just flying, you know, I'm like, man, that falcon is cooler than a chicken. You know, like he's he's soaring, he's flying, he's feeding on fish. I mean, he's living his life, you know, and. um, Yeah. So what is God saying about you? I wanted to just talk a little bit of just a few examples this morning. This is what I'm doing. It's like it's like we say walk by faith, not by sight, lean not on your understanding and all of your, you know. And so like we, we say those things, but you go, well, sometimes what does that actually look like in our life? You know. I remember when we were moving to uh, to Reading years ago and I took a job at Target and it was like this part-time job at Target where I started at like three in the morning. Leave, I had to leave my house at like two, work like, it was like, I made like five cents more than minimum wage. It was like part-time, you know what I'm saying? And, and I'm like, and I'm like, this is, this is not going to pay my bills. I know that this is not even going to pay our bills. But it was a door that God had opened and I felt impressed by God. This job does not make sense. But the Lord was like, walk through the doors I open. And we were we were in the middle. So I'm I'm in this training time, you know, like orientation or whatever. And I look up. And in the training room at Target, there's a target that somebody had drawn, like they'd made a little sign. There's an arrow, boom, bullseye in it. And here's the thing. When you become tuned to the voice of the Lord, what happens is you start to realize he's speaking to you everywhere. And you're like, well, I could look at that little drawing and that's just, a, of course, it's a target sign because we're in target. I don't know if that's really a word from the Lord, Brandon. I mean, I'm sure you can see a target sign in target, right? And um, so everybody's getting a word from the Lord, right? Except for the fact that it is the word of the Lord for me. And I look up, and it was like the Lord is saying, Reading is the target. This is the target. You're walking it out. I remember when we got it in our hearts to come, God had spoken to us to move. And I'm like moving. I'm like, I'm starting to put in my notice. I'm like getting this. We're looking for a place. I'm like, we don't even have the stuff worked out. Which, by the way, guys, like, we just believe God's going to reveal where we're going to live any minute now. It's time for, like, we're so ready to be here living we're still commuting a bit so just agree with us on that we're not worried the lord has spoken clearly i have a place for you again though just agree with us we're really looking forward to having that settled and um and uh and so we began to take steps and uh you know it was amazing because i was going to be a student we needed certain help that um financially speaking you know and and um and so we're looking for a place where well, we get into these nice four bedroom apartments. They're like four bedroom, two bath, townhouse apartments. OK, here's the thing. This target job does not make sense, except it makes perfect sense in this walk of faith, because we, we go to these targets with somebody, these uh, apartments that somebody had tipped us off about. We start applying. We, they were like they would they were like help if you didn't make a certain amount of money. Okay, and um, but you had to be working. You had to have a family. You had to be, you know, whatever it was. They were really nice. They were probably the nicest apartments around at the time and um, that we saw. And they were pretty new. And and so 
we're applying and they're like, you can't make over a certain amount to get in. It's kind of a weird thing, but, but, but whatever, they're looking to help people. And, um, and so we're going through this process and I'm telling the lady, I'm like, this is where I work. This is our, this is our information. And, um, and she's like, okay. And I go, but you know, this is not going to work for us. So I got to let you know, I'm going to find another job. I'm not going to say, or I'm going to get a second one or something. And, um, and, uh, and she goes, oh, well, as long as you're honest through the process, whatever. So we go through the whole process where we get cleared, accepted. And honestly, these, this apartment we lived in was such a blessing for our kids in the first um, handful of years we lived in Reading. There were kids everywhere. There was a playground. And I think I shared that story about how my son had prophesied last week. I think I shared that, how my son, my four-year-old son, saw a vision. And he said, let's go find our pink house. And we pulled up and he saw the apartments. He said, it's our house. So we get approved, we move in. Just when it's all settled, I get this job at the Walmart distribution center down the road making like way more and overqualified really financially for these apartments. And when I look back at it now, I see how tailor-made our process of faith was. God's like, I want you to live here and I want you to work here. But you can't work here now and get into this place. So I'm going to give you this little job. You're going to have to trust me that you're literally not going to last a month <laughs> in this job. But God's saying, I'm opening this door. You know what? Logical logic would have said, this is a foolish move. You have a family. Are you thinking with your head? Why have you uprooted your family and come to Reading without a good job in place? What is the matter with you? Wake up. And I would say that to anybody who didn't have a word from the Lord. But we had a word from the Lord. And what happens when you have a word from the Lord is that you have faith. Because the entrance of the word gives light, the Bible says. It's powerful. And I love that word because it's, it enters you and gives you light. It gives you faith. But also, the word entrance there is like a door. This is a lot like God. He's in us and we're in him. The word enters you, gives you life. But the word itself is also a door that you walk into. And then you're walking out this walk of faith. And so if you have uncertainty, what you need is a word. If you don't know what's next, what you need is a word. And, and what happens is, once you're tuned, you know, it says that you've tuned, Isaiah 50, verse 4, you've tuned my ears to your voice, is one being taught. It's like the more you start listening and looking, and what you're deciding is, the walk of faith in closing is this, that you are deciding that it is not what I gather with my five natural senses that determines to me my reality. My reality is based in what God says to me. And, and, and this is the fight of faith that I'm like. And so in those moments of like, I don't know what's next. What do you do? You go, what did you say? That's right. You have a place for us here in Weaverville. You said you already have a place. So thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you that you already know where it's at. Thank you that you know where it's at. You know just what we need. And you begin to declare 
out and put the word of the Lord on your lips. And the Bible says that even the angels begin to obey the voice of his word. When you have the word of the Lord and you begin to proclaim it, literally, when you when you repeat God's word in faith, I'm telling you what happens. All of heaven takes note and angels look and they go, that's not Brandon's word. He's repeating God's word. There you go. Because God's word is God's word, even when it's in your mouth. It recruits heaven for you. Yay, God. He's way smarter. God's way smarter. He sees everything I don't see, which is a lot. But that's what I love. If I can see him, I don't need to see everything. You know, and that's what faith is. And uh, faith is a gift. I love what Bill Johnson says. Great faith comes from great surrender. That's so powerful. And have you noticed that when you're in your most surrendered state, it's easy to believe God for things. Yeah, ministry team, would you come? You know, it really comes down to like what what as the ministry team's coming, I want to minister for a minute. Um, do you know there are kingdom principles that work and they require faith to believe, right? But you know, we're called to live beyond a principle based lifestyle. It's like it, you know what I'm saying? Like and, and, and what, what faith enables us to do is to fly which we're called to fly. All right, would you stand, please? If anyone's in the house this morning and you're away from the Lord and you don't know God, you've never been born again, or you just, and, and you today you're feeling stirred up and you're like, I just want to either refresh my walk with the Lord or I want to surrender to God today. I don't know. I can't see everybody who's here. But if that's you, I want to give that opportunity. If you just raise your hand really high. And we want to celebrate with you. We want to pray with you. We want to embrace you. Um, and so if, if that's you, you're here today. Would you raise your hand? Just give just a moment. Okay. Yay, God. We're all in the family. But Lord, we thank you for bringing them in. We thank you for bringing them in. Yeah. Thank you, Father. Let me pray for you. Would you guys just receive? Pray for us. (laughs) Father, I just thank you that the word has gone forward today. And um, I pray, God, that there would be a grace to walk in the words that you've spoken. And that in this house, God, I thank you for the prophetic culture that's here that you would even stir the waters, that we would be stirred in our hearts to deliver the word of the Lord to one another in an encouraging way. And, um, But I thank you that your word is a seed and it doesn't return void. And, and so that it's producing fruit, I thank you that as we go out of here, that revelation will spring up and life will come from your word that was spoken today. And I thank you that we get to be people Not that we have to be. We get to be people who live by faith. Who get to experience 
the realities of heaven, the joy of heaven, the peace of heaven, salvation even, by faith. Thank you, Jesus. We love you so much. Have your way. Amen. God bless you. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful day.